Well, we hear about all these storms in our readings this morning, and you may have heard we had our own storm here just last Monday. So I thought I'd start out by talking about parachuting. Hopefully you'll get the connection. About 40 years ago this summer, my girlfriend and I and three other friends decided to go up to Bardstown, Kentucky and jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> Believe it or not, my girlfriend ended up marrying me, but I'm not so sure her parents were thrilled with either of those ideas. Anyway, we took off one Saturday morning and we drove up to the middle of a field in Bardstown, wherever that is, and took some instructions, which consisted mainly of standing on a platform, jumping to the ground about five feet below and practicing our rolling in order to hopefully not shatter any bones when we hit the ground. Now, I'm not gonna go into the whole story, but when we got up in that little tiny plane, they hooked our static lines up, and those are the things that open your parachutes automatically in that day and age, and swung open the little tiny door right beside me. We then had to step out onto a little tiny piece of metal, grab a hold of the wing strut, and let go. Well, when I looked down, all I, I didn't see any piece of metal. All I could see was 3,000 feet straight down. So I looked out onto the horizon, and I found a spot out there that I could focus on that would hopefully take my mind off of what it was I was about to do. Well, it actually helped, and I went ahead and jumped. Now, of the five of us, one of us, I'm not saying who, she might even be in this room, <clears throat> but I'm not saying who, fell out of the plane. Went down successfully, though. Uh, one other ended up in the middle of a cornfield about a mile away, and to this day could probably not tell you anything about her experience. Two of us jumped successfully and landed successfully. One other grabbed hold so tight of the wing strut, which you can understand why, they literally had to climb out and pry his fingers off of the strut. <laughs> he finally landed. All in all, I thought a fairly successful parachuting adventure, one that I would never want to experience again. <laughs> it really, though, was one of the most exhilarating things I'd ever done, but there was a lot of fear involved. I don't necessarily recommend you do it, and I have no desire to do it again. Like many of the experiences that we have, the whole thing just depends on your first step. You're in a perfectly safe place. You know what it is you wanna do. You are fearful. All you have to do is take that first step. Now, I'm guessing that's kind of like what Peter felt like on that morning so long ago out on those rough seas, longing to be with Jesus, fearful, but all he had to do was take that first little step out of the relative safety of the boat. Now, when you're out in a boat in rough seas and things are being tossed around, I learned an important lesson years ago on a rough fishing trip. Someone told me to find a spot on the horizon and fixate on that. Now, that wouldn't calm the seas, but it would calm me down inside, and it actually works. It helps to control the nausea and the fear that you might be feeling. The seas don't suddenly become calm, but it does help. In our gospel lesson today, Peter and the rest of the disciples were on a very rough seas. What a terrible, awful, fearful feeling. Peter looked up 
and saw Jesus and focused so intently upon him that he forgot the rough seas and he stepped out into them. He walked a few steps, lost his focus on Jesus and began to stink. But even so, Jesus was there. Jesus reached out, grabbed hold of him and pulled him up. The disciples were in a boat. They were safe, but he decided to step out. Now, if you look upwards, most of you may know, or many of you may know that churches are often structured to look like an upside down boat. That's no coincidence. That's why we call this area in here the nave, Latin for ship. The idea being that we are all in this ship together as we float on the rough seas of life. Now, I'm not a big fan of the literal interpretation of the Bible. It doesn't mean that I don't believe what goes on in the Bible, but I'd rather try and figure out what it might mean for me. Take today's gospel lesson literally, and you may want to go out and walk on water. It's not going to work. Now, I don't know if Peter actually worked on, walked on water. I don't really concern myself with that. I assume if, if he did, then he did, and the Bible says so, then that's fine. But that was then, and I'm not Peter. So I'll probably try to stick to dry land. At my age, that's challenging enough. <laughs> now, one way to think about this experience on the water was that Peter was seeking to be closer to Jesus, fearful because they were in that boat on very rough seas. And even when he got out of the boat and began to walk, he began to sink because of his lack of faith. But even so, Jesus was there to reach down and pull him up. Maybe that's what we're supposed to see here, is the fact that Jesus reached out and pulled him up even in the middle of rough seas and even in the middle of his doubt and fear. Jesus never left Peter and was there to help him take that first step out, even when his faith was shaken. Life is full of rough seas and challenges to face, literally and figuratively. If we have faith, Jesus will not remove our obstacles, but rather he will help us move through them. And if we wish to follow him, sometimes we may also need to step out of the safety of our boat and have faith that he will bring the peace that passes all understanding. He never removes our challenges, but he moves them through us through them and continues to do so. We are never alone because of our faith. In our lesson from Kings, we hear of Elijah, undoubtedly very close to God and chosen to be one of his special folks. He is in the midst of rough storms, but he leaves the safety of his cave and goes back to Damascus where he risks his very life. The Bible doesn't say believe and all will be well. It was not easy for any of those people that we read about, Elijah, Peter, the disciples, anybody in the history of humankind. It may seem that it is easy at times, but all of us face trial and tribulations, regardless of our faith. Many times we will be called to step out into the void because of our faith. The difference is having faith in Jesus ultimately saves us. And in the meantime, it gives us strength and comfort for whatever comes our way. As we hear from Paul in Romans, because if you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, 
you will be saved. That is the promise of our faith. That is what we know from the Bible, from our own experience, and from the experience of many others who have gone before us. Not that no harm will befall us, but rather, ultimately, that Jesus will lead us through it and we will be saved. There is great comfort in knowledge, in that knowledge, especially the older we get. And so our lesson today is about faith and comfort and strength through our Lord and Savior. But if we consider Peter's actions, then we will also understand that sometimes we are called to step out of the safety of this little ship if we truly wish to follow Jesus, wherever he may be leading us. What might that be, look like to step out in faith? What risk might Jesus be calling us to? Peter and the rest of the disciples left their jobs and their families to follow Jesus, ultimately following him to their death because of their faith. Now, odds are we will not be called to do so. But how are we to truly follow in loving God, loving our neighbor, forgiving as we have been forgiven seeking to spread the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ out into the world and seeking to ensure mercy, justice, and compassion for those around us. Many of you may be familiar with Diedrich Bonhoeffer, that great German theologian and the last person to be hung by the Nazis in World War II. Bonhoeffer stepped out in his faith. He stepped way out in his faith. He left the safety of where he was and returned to Germany because he loved his people and he loved God. That ultimately led to his imprisonment and his ultimate death. That is a step way out, a step into the void and into the raging seas. Now we are probably not called to such a step, but we are called in many other ways. Bonhoeffer puts today's gospel lesson like this. He said, Peter had to leave the ship and risk his life at sea in order to learn both his weakness and the almighty power of the Lord. If Peter had not taken the risk, he would never have learned the meaning of faith. The road to faith passes through obedience to the call of Jesus. Unless a definite step is demanded, the call vanishes into thin air. And if people imagine that they can follow Jesus without taking that step, then they are deluding themselves. In a few minutes, we will come forth to receive the body and blood of our Lord and Savior. Some of us have done so many times before. For others, it might be the first time. My little friend, Bo, will be coming forth for his first communion. We're very excited about that. His parents have been working with him to help him understand what all of this means. Now, whether you've done it once or a thousand times, this action is significant. We may not, however, ever fully understand what exactly it means, this mystery, but there are some things to remember. The first being that Jesus, we remember him and what he did for us and that he is always faithful to us. Remember also that Jesus has always been present and that Jesus loves us more than we will ever know. He will not take away all of our challenges and struggles or grief but he will see us through whatever befalls us if we sincerely seek his help and seek to follow him. When the seas of life get rough, and they will, 
We keep our focus on Jesus, and he will calm the seas that rage within us. We will never be alone, and he will bring us peace. So we come to this table for comfort, strength, companionship, and love. But we also come for the courage to step out into the world in faith as we seek to follow wherever Jesus leads us. Thanks be to God. Amen.